Continuing our Summer System series today, we are focusing on ClickUp, a powerful platform that brings order and structure to departments within your business. It's so easy to think of our business in a single faceted way. We focus on the client experience and tend to deprioritize the rest. The reality is that we cannot neglect creating organization in other areas if we want to truly be successful. I am particularly passionate about this, which is why I'm dedicating time recently to ensuring that our team's ClickUp is built out in a robust yet intuitive way. This is something we chose to invest in. So we actually brought in a ClickUp expert slash developer that took like a bird's eye view of our processes, helped us organize each department in a way that allowed Jennifer and I to keep a pulse on every area of our business. So I'll preface this episode by saying this was a project. This was not like a simple task. This wasn't done over the span of a weekend. We essentially created an intranet and a dashboard for our business, which is imperative to understand the big picture. So if you feel that your tasks are unorganized or that your business is currently defined as servicing clients, this episode is perfect for you. Hey, it's your travel industry best friends, Robin and Jen from Teak. We're obsessed with practically anything that touches your business and allows you to scale to the level of success that you've always dreamt of. With Robin's background in sales and marketing and Jennifer's experience as a management level HR professional, we grew a small itinerary creation company into a multi-million dollar travel agency. And now we aim to help others skip the hard stuff and get right to the big wins. We're probably each recording this holding a glass of wine. So pour one up with us, grab a seat and join us to talk all things travel and business. So tell us a little bit about ClickUp. Robin's going to actually kick this off because this is her baby. And if it were up to me, you all know I'm not as tech savvy as Robin. I let her lead the way when it comes to the organization of the business because it's just something she's so dang savvy at. I'd still be rocking Trello. And that is fantastic for an organization that may be on a smaller scale, maybe one or two employees. However, we're now at six. So tell us a little bit about ClickUp and really why you were drawn to make the transition. Yeah. So I was actually, we were talking before this episode and I was like, I'm kind of nervous that I'm going to go over people's heads with this platform because ClickUp is by nature, a very robust platform. There is a ton that can be done inside of the platform that can make it super complex or super straightforward. So it's really, I don't know, it's like a customizable solution. But as a small business owner, and as our business in particular started to grow with more team members and more services and in our community, and then a podcast, we were just constantly juggling multiple projects and deadlines and team members. So ClickUp was kind of like having this backend personal assistant to keep everything organized so that nothing was falling through the cracks. There's ways within ClickUp that you can create projects and then break them down into smaller tasks and then assign these tasks to different team members and set deadlines to keep everybody on track. So really, it's like having a virtual to-do list that you can easily manage and share with your team. I guess originally, we really did start in Trello. We use Google Docs and stuff. And honestly, we still do use Google Docs quite a bit. And Google Docs, Slack, all of these different organizational platforms can integrate with ClickUp. So all of our Google Docs that are already in Google, we don't necessarily need to transfer to Google because we can embed them. So we took all of these 
things. There was like so many different Trello boards, right? There was like a Trello board for marketing and then we would have a new hire. So their whole onboarding program was its own Trello board. And it just felt like there was like so many different aspects of our business, like rolling around different platforms. So there was like some stuff in Google Drive, some stuff in Trello, some stuff on email. And it was like not central enough. Once we grew to the scale we're at, having them in so many different locations made it really hard for me and Jen to have like finger on the pulse of what's going on in the business. It's like constantly having to follow up with a team member, like, Hey, did this get accomplished? Which to me always felt very micromanagey. Whereas now in ClickUp, it's like, I can go in and see the status of where we're at with client projects. Like, are we falling behind? And if so, why? Is it an us issue? Is it a client issue? What can be done to like mitigate that? So we don't have to like constantly be sending updates to our team or check-ins with our team to feel like they're kind of under our thumb. So that's why we put everything in the ClickUp. It's like honestly a very centralized dashboard that allowed us to keep all of this really good information in one place and then analyze that in ways to make informed decisions on our business. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway from that is that Trello does allow for tasks. Because I I was just asked by an advisor who wants to create a team, like, can you tell me the difference between the two? So I think that it's really important for us to, to share those differences because we are working in ClickUp. Trello does not allow you to like pull metrics about progress. It does allow you to see things that are overdue, tasks that are overdue. So it's very much like, a sticky note system with due dates assigned to it that you can create multiple sticky notes for the the sake of like simplistically talking about it. Whereas ClickUp, I'll be honest, the possibilities are absolutely endless. So we're going to try and and make this as relatable and approachable as possible. But know that if you are a systems guru and you're like, I want to know all the metrics. I want to have a pulse on every department. And when we say department for travel advisors, we're talking about your finances, your marketing, your organizational development, if you have a team. So all of these things, you can really break out and then pull metrics that give you that bird's eye view that Robin's talking about. So that's the takeaway is really like, if you are an analyzer, which that's Robin's love language is to be able to like analyze metrics and see data, then ClickUp is a really great system that speaks to that. Whereas Trello is a task management system, which speaks to me. Like I am, I want to know simplistically, like, what do I need to get done today? By when, you know, what are the things that I need to do? It's a good storage system and it can complement your systems, but ClickUp is much more of an intranet from an analytical perspective. Yeah. And I think if you set it up properly, it makes a person coming into your business, onboarding just gets easier, right? Because like you'll have set tasks for certain parts of your business. So there's certain marketing tasks that are done that you can auto assign to a specific role. Like there's so many things that you can do where that was our biggest thing. Eventually, like if we grow our team, which isn't in the plans right now, but like who knows what the future holds, we wanted it to be something where it's like, here's all the things they would need to do their job and to do it well without necessarily relying on me and Jen every step of the way. Not that we're not there to support our team, but because life happens. Like if you need an answer right away, like we have a robust SOP manual inside of ClickUp that is always being updated. 
that you can easily turn to. And those like SOPs can be linked to a task that you're doing. So if you're doing podcast planning for the quarter, there is an SOP that you can click on and it'll open up exactly how to do that task. So it's like things are just consolidated and like coordinated a lot better too than they were in Trello. So that's- there's also like workflows. So there's like a if this then that that kind of component to it, whereas that's not necessarily present in a Trello task oriented situation. So for example, with the podcast, I manage the podcast primarily. We have each episode outlined and then there are 12 subtasks that are assigned to that with different varying dates. So as soon as you import the podcast topic, it automatically is going to assign all of these subdates of when I should be doing what? Uploading the blog and submitting the form to our podcast manager. So it's creating those due dates instead of manually having to assign them for each task. So that's the great thing is you can apply templates and reuse that just by duplicating a task. And you can actually purchase templates. So I know that's how Robin actually got started in ClickUp was she purchased some templates and then tailored them to our business. And then ultimately, we have six other people. And so it has to appease to the functionality that like other people can process and manage. So that's when we pulled in someone externally to say like, okay, let's make this so that anyone can use it. But here's the functionality of all of our businesses. Here's our service suite. And she broke it down by, you know, we've got services, we have products, we have obviously the podcast, marketing efforts, different things like that. And everything needed its place. Everything needed due dates. Everything needed recurring due dates. And then we also wanted to be able to, once those tasks were assigned, which was automatic, we could pull the dashboard and look at these pie charts of like, who's overloaded? Where are the bottlenecks in our system? What's overdue? I'm usually the bottleneck on the due dates, but yeah. <laughs> that's because the due that's dates are always done. You just like are afraid to like make them vanish. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to sit down and like actually work through my tasks and be like, okay, I did it. I did it. I did it. Whereas Robin, like in real time goes over and like clicks done. So everyone manages things differently. Like I would rather do like my audit on Friday and be like, okay, wipe. I did everything like that. So there's different ways that people are going to manage their their tasks as well. So I think just from an HR perspective, you need to either manage the expectation of how people interact with the platform or provide the autonomy to do so. I think this is a fantastic system if you do have advisors to be able to create an internet for ICs that everyone has a duplicated like sphere, if you will, like you create one IC and then you would be able to like have a section for onboarding and a social media bank and all of these things that you could just duplicate and you can lock it so that that person can only see their metrics, their tasks, their information, and that you can give individual access to each person. So that's a feature that I think is really cool too, is that Robin and I have a locked CEO portal because you don't always want everyone to have access to obviously offer letters and anything HR. If there's a performance improvement plan that's been uploaded to the system or even just like overall finances, because it's got, if you were to dive deep enough, obviously you can figure out like what everyone's making or what we're making or what our profit margin is because we've got our PL statements in there. So to me, I think we 
pay fairly. So that's not a concern, but it's just like you never want to create unnecessary tension in your team either. Yeah. And like if somebody leaves, like they don't need to be privy to like internal things of Emmy and Jen. So I always think even in Google Drive, like we have like our own folder that's just kind of like our own place. So it is really cool how you can customize like who does what settings, all of that kind of stuff. Okay. So we went all over the map with that. I apologize. We covered a lot of the topics that we're going to cover in more depth. So we're going to back up just a second. Robin's first point, obviously, is that communication across this platform is a possibility. So do you want to talk through like tagging and leaving comments real quickly before we transition to the project management piece? Yeah. So inside of a task. And if you want like a broad overview of ClickUp, it's set up into like this hierarchy system where you'll have spaces. And so our spaces are our departments. We have a headquarters, like a TKHQ space. We have an operations space, a marketing space, all of these different spaces. And inside of those spaces, they're broken down into folders. So for marketing, we have like an editorial calendar folder, which is where all of the platforms we use for marketing are held in one spot. So like at a high level, we can see exactly what's being pumped out, email, podcast, social media, all those things. They're into individual lists that roll up into that folder. So inside of the lists are tasks. So we got spaces, folders, lists, tasks. That's the hierarchy. And inside of tasks are like the individual tasks that would be associated with the podcast. So for example, Jen in the podcast, like naming an episode could be an example task inside of that podcast list. But if she's like, I cannot think of an episode to save my life. And then she slaps me and I, I give her a response, but she's away from her phone. So she like, then it gets buried under five other messages that I send. It's like gone. Whereas in ClickUp, she could comment on that task and tag me and have a specific question that can then be handled inside of that task to like keep any collaboration, any questions centralized to the exact thing that we need to be talking about. Because if you do have a team and you're on a Facebook group or a Slack, things get lost very, very quickly, especially with our team where things are moving a mile a minute. So that I think is really, really important because when those small things fall for the cracks, it's not a big deal until it's a big deal. So that was a big thing for us is making sure that like we need client feedback, for example, on a specific project. Angela, our operations manager, and Amanda Lynn can discuss that together without crowding up Slack, without losing it inside of Slack, because that's a client deadline. That's a big deal. That's not something we want just to like float around online and possibly be lost. We want to make sure that that's followed up on. So tagging and like communication and, and the channels that are inside of ClickUp are really, really good at organizing things. So you know exactly where to find what you need you're listening to this podcast, you are no stranger to the fact that I love organization. The reality is that organization isn't everyone's strong suit, but it's necessary to have a healthy business. Systems and automation is truly the only way to run a company as a solopreneur. That is why we use ClickUp, the all-in-one platform designed to revolutionize your workflow and take your small business to new heights. With ClickUp, you can say goodbye to scattered information, endless email chains, and missed deadlines. Streamline your tasks, projects, and client communication all in one place. ClickUp's intuitive interface and customizable features allow you to tailor the platform to fit your unique business needs. From project management to client collaboration, you'll have all the tools you need at your fingertips. 
With our growing team, this platform has been a game changer for the way that we run our internal operations. With ClickUp, Jen and I can assign tasks to the team members, track their progress, and keep everybody on the same page. With real-time updates and notifications, you'll never miss a beat. Stay ahead of deadlines with automated reminders and easily delegate responsibilities, freeing up your time to focus on what you do best, creating unforgettable travel experiences for your clients. Ready to revolutionize your travel business? Visit ClickUp.com using the affiliate link in our show notes and discover the power of streamlined productivity. Sign up for a free trial and see firsthand how ClickUp can transform your workload and take your business to new heights. Robin and I will kind of go back and forth on collaboration so that like, I'll give an example the other day because you were talking about podcasts. We had a podcast topic and we were, we were playing around just in full transparency with creating outlines through chat GPT, which if you've listened to or are going to listen to our AI episode, we talk a little bit more about how we've been utilizing that to create outlines as a jumping off point. And so she was playing around with it just on an exploratory basis and tagged me in it and was like, Hey, check out this outline. Usually I do the outlines, but she wanted to see how on point it was. And it was amazingly on point. And it now has streamlined my process to make the queuing up of the podcast so much easier. So she was able to, in that task, copy paste from the chat GBT. So it, it acted as a storage piece right there. Like the task itself was holding the information, but then she did at and tagged me in it. And I was able to look at it, check it out because it popped up in my notifications and respond back to it. And that was it. So it's nice because it does act as like a almost like an instant messaging system if you're not using a Slack or something like that and you don't need that banter back and forth, if you will. You're looking more so for, I think, again, ICs where you're not necessarily mentoring or overseeing their tasks, but you want to be able to interact with them. That's not in a way that's clocking up the emails, like you said. Okay. So the other thing number two that we love about ClickUp is that it streamlines task and project management. And again, we've this is a very general statement, I suppose. But we now have someone on our team. I say now, she's not new. Angela, if you've spoken with her, she is a Six Sigma green belt. So like operations are her jam. And we needed someone that was going to take more of a project management point of view to our clients. So we obviously we offer services. We have branding services, newsletter services, and we wanted to be able to have all of these services in one place outside of our actual CRM. So we used Dubsado as our CRM. But what Robin and I have stated before is that your CRM is not an intranet. Your CRM manages the clients. It's more so like a client portal. And Dubsado definitely does have some project management components to it. But for the most part, you want to see how those projects are playing into the bigger picture of your organization, not just like, okay, here's my revenue from your clients, because that's not impacting the strategy of marketing and all of these other things. Whereas if, for example, Katie, who manages our social media, is able to look at the project management and see, okay, we actually have a couple open dates for our Flowdesk list launch. Let's market that because she can see where the projects are and where our workload is and what availability we have for the rest of the year. So our team being able to see the projects in play and applying strategy to the business 
is really important for us from a marketing perspective. Because right now we're sold out on branding. It would not help us to market branding. It would only hurt us because people are going to be demotivated and frustrated that we don't have space for branding for the rest of the year. So allowing one place to have project management, obviously set deadlines, communicate, things like that. Another thing that is really cool is that if we have issues with projects, this is where we can tag each other and cross-communicate. So if in the project management that Amanda Lynn is working with a client for branding and they haven't submitted their feedback and it's actually like part of the process in ClickUp, she can tag Angela and say, can you nudge them and move them along rather than emailing her or slacking her within Dubsado because Dubsado doesn't have the ability, to my knowledge, or at least that we're not using it for to actually tag people internally within our team. Another thing, and a lot of people will talk about SOPs and how important they are and people are quickly excited by them, which I love, but then they're quickly overwhelmed by them because it takes so long to do. ClickUp, it's almost like you're creating SOPs when you create tasks because you can, when there is a project and you can assign these tasks, you can templatize, is that a word? make a template of, you can make a template of a specific like task or action in your business and the steps are all there. So it's not going to, I'm not going to say don't have an SOP for it, but as I make out our SOP library, I'm always kind of like, hmm, maybe we don't need an SOP on this. Like maybe it's a nice to have, but because the, the workflows and the task is set up in such a way that like the flow of the task is clearly outlined for this person it's not as necessary for this person to sit down and watch like a six, seven minute video or read through a bunch of to-do lists. They just get to know exactly what it is they're required to do, which I think is really cool. And it almost makes our lives easier on the back end of like streamlining those operational things. For sure. The last thing that I want to mention when it comes to project management is something that we preach a lot about and we could use an external system, but the way that ClickUp works, it allows us to consolidate a lot of systems into one, is time tracking. So when we started to reevaluate our pricing for the year, we do practice what we preach and we evaluate how much time is applied to each project. And then we apply an hourly rate based off of our loaded labor to that and come up with a price that matches what we want to pay our employees, not just like throwing spaghetti at the wall to see if it sticks. Like we believe in a fair wage. We believe in paying ourselves a fair wage. There's no shame in that. We all have families to feed and homes to pay for. So by applying the time tracking within ClickUp, we were able to apply strategy to our pricing and it shed a lot of light on how we needed to restructure things. But it also shed a lot of light on like, okay, this is way too much work for this person. Maybe in the future, we need to bring in a paid intern or a junior designer or whatever that looks like. It allows you as an organization to start looking into the future and saying, okay, this is what my org chart needs to be in order to support this level of work. Let's trim down the need to haves versus nice to haves in what we're doing and just work more efficiently and get paid adequately. So that's a huge project management plus for ClickUp. Yeah, because the time tracking is right inside of the task because so many people all recommend Toggle and it is still a great platform. I recommend it if you don't have any sort of time tracking, but you do have to remember when you're starting a task to go into that extension and like set your timer. 
if you're like me and Jen, you oftentimes forget. And then it's just like, oh, I'll do it eventually. And you never really do it. Whereas the time tracking now, it's inside of our like Ashlyn's and Amanda Lynn when they're working with like a workflow or design client, like the time tracker is inside of the task that they're doing. So it's easy for them to open the task, see what they have to do and like click start and essentially get the time tracking right there inside of the project. It's valuable for us. All right. So that was bullet number two. Now we're going to transition to three, which is customizing workflows, which I know we touched on and departmental needs. And Robin's going to take a deeper dive on this. Yeah. So workflows is not necessarily something we had before, which is why Jenna was so crucial when she came into the picture for us and implementing workflows and automations inside of ClickUp. So when you're creating tasks and spaces and all of these things, you have the ability to create automations that will trigger when a specific action or a condition arises. So let's say, for example, a very basic automation, when a task is past due for more than 24 hours, like me and Jen can get an automatic notification sent to us to be like, this is past due, look into it or something. So that we have like the wherewithal, if it's like a team member who maybe is past due, we can follow up with them and see, hey, it looks like they're a roadblock. What do we need to do to get this resolved sort of situation? But it also allows us for like streamlining things. So we talk about all the time in marketing, making sure that our content like almost talks to each other, like it should all be melded together. So once a podcast goes live, there's actually a notification that goes to Katie who manages our email marketing that like that to do or that podcast is live so that when she sends out like a to do email on Monday, she knows what just launched so she can promote it. Or maybe it's a Pinterest. Like once a podcast is live, we could get an automation going that it creates a task inside of our Pinterest list to go in, make a pin for that particular podcast that's now live and then launch that pin onto our Pinterest account. So there's so much like it almost like depends on one another. Like it can, things can trigger that. Or when Jen completes a task, it can kick a task to me to then go do whatever I need to do now that she has what she did done. So it's really powerful in that way too, because it kind of keeps the team accountable, right? Like without me being like, Hey Jen, like tag your it. Like I'm ready for you to do your thing now. It's just automated. And like, that's helpful when you're a small business owner who's pulled in a million trillion different directions, right? Because things can quickly just spiral. Like one day you're you're cranking out the productivity, but like for whatever reason, you're just not communicating that to the team. And then the team gets bottlenecked because they don't know what they're supposed to be doing at what point. So the automations really help kind of keep everybody accountable for like next steps in the process. You can also set relationships up inside of tasks. So a lot of what Amanda Lynn does is like very dependent on if this, like then that kind of situation, like she can't just design a logo without finalizing creative direction. So, and she can't finalize creative direction without the client feedback. So there's all these different like layers of dependencies that you can put. So let's say for example, the first draft of creative direction, once that goes out, she can mark that task as complete. And then after that task is complete, we have like 48 hours, I want to say, for feedback from the client on that creative direction. So it will set the task according to like, let's say, for example, she finished that early. She got it out the door on Monday and said Tuesday. Then the 48 hours will kick and then it'll be due Wednesday. So the task will automatically update because now it's like a live task is like, Angela waiting for that feedback from the client so that she can get that to Amanda Lynn, who can then go on to the next phase. 
So it's really cool that you can like make all these pieces work together without extra lift from the team. And again, all of these things, like it sounds like, oh, isn't that just like a Slack message? Yes. But that's a Slack message that could easily be pushed through and lost in the transition, which leads to unhappy clients, bad client experience, bad relationships, and client management. It all adds up together, which is why automation is so key. And I know people are always like, you can't automate everything. And that's 100% true. And I don't think you need to automate everything. But the menial tasks like that, when you automate it, you just get time back. And yeah, maybe it's five minutes. But if you continuously automate five minutes of like your business every single day, that adds up over time. And then all of a sudden, you're like a well-oiled, streamlined machine that can kind of operate on the fly, you know? Yeah, but not only that is it's so easy for us to miss a step if we're being honest. Like there's not always this like direct relationship with, okay, now I've done this, I can do this. There are some things that you're like, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. That doesn't mean they should be done in that order. They all need to be done. And when you're balancing a million different trips, it's so easy to skip over a step. So by having it here, because like it might not even be, you know, if you're using Travel Joy, obviously you can import tasks. So let's take it away from the client experience for a second. What if you want to go into marketing and you can say, create content for the month? That's your overriding task and it's reoccurring every month. And then it's got pull pictures from Pexels, Unsplash, and so- Social Squares, which is now Eleve. The next is put images in the grid in an order that you like. And then it's pull captions from brainstorm bank and then schedule posts. And then it's convert those posts to Pinterest, make three blog posts based off of the posts that you're scheduled for the month, turn those posts into the newsletter for the month. Like you're repurposing all of these things and they don't necessarily have to happen in those orders. And any of those are very easy to skip. Like, oh, whoops, forgot to do the Pinterest. But when you have these relationships created inside, it all makes sense. And if anyone's familiar with the system process street, to me, what I love about ClickUp is ClickUp could be the combination of using Trello, Toggle, Process Street, and your CRM, or it could be ClickUp and your CRM. Like you can replace all of these sub singular task softwares and consolidate it into one. Process Street, by the way, is really cool if anyone needs to look at it and they already have an intranet because it does create these relationships and you can you can create like a if this, then that, and you can't move forward until certain things have been done, which I believe is, is what you can do in ClickUp as well. I'll preface this by anybody who's listening and they're like, well, I have your elevated experience workflow. Do you, are you saying I need to put the task list inside of ClickUp? No, I'm not saying that at all. I think that the travel joy is robust enough for the travel industry that like those tasks can easily be managed. Clients can stay managed as a CRM, a client relationship manager inside of travel joy. And maybe you, you want to keep some sort of track of your clients inside of ClickUp. I think that's super good because then you can make sure that you're following up with people who maybe you haven't heard from in like a year, year and a half or something like that. Whereas travel joy, I like always wanted to like clean out my folders. It was like, mm-hmm. you're done with the trip. Like I'm done with, with you. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> but click on, you can like easily be like, okay, cool. They're done with like the active project phase. Let's move them over into ClickUp so I can like keep track of them and then set a reoccurring reminder 
and maybe like six months to a year to touch them again and just see how things are going without them crowding my travel joy. Cause like maybe they don't respond back or something like that, which we have the six month touch point in there as well. But anything over that, I would just say, get them out, move them over to click up and like have them over there. It's like a master client list, but keep that like day-to-day client relationship management done in click up travel joy and don't over complicate it by having two different like systems for one thing. I think this is really good for marketing. This is really good for operations. This is really good for, you know, onboarding new employees and things like that. But I don't think you need to necessarily create it extra work in both places for clients. For sure. The next point, number four, is collaboration and communication across departments, which we touched on earlier as well. So you can tag people. You can departmentalize and add certain people to those departments, or you can lock them so they're not visible by someone else. So if you do have someone that's more so handling like robust HR tasks or someone, you could add your contract CFO to your ClickUp. So it doesn't even have to be like directly in your organization. You could add a contractor to strictly certain departments that help you. For that reason, you could also have like your contractors that's handling your newsletter, you could tag them and have them just interact on ClickUp rather than getting them an email and all of these things. You could definitely remove the need for that. It's a very convenient way of being able to selectively provide access to people or have access to everything. It provides the ability to do knowledge sharing. One of our most helpful things as well is Obviously, as Robin mentioned, creating the SOPs and storing them. I believe we do have actually like checklists inside of that. It's like what defines success of using this SOP and you can actually like go through and check off what steps you've completed in order to showcase that it's been done. So having SOPs easily accessible by the entire department rather than like putting them in I don't even think putting them in a Google Drive would even make sense because then you'd have to download them and upload them and that feels kind of cumbersome too. So just being able to have it in such an easy place, like one SOP bank, but also having a password bank. We have a password bank for things that aren't hypersensitive. We have the lock on the ones that are more specific to Robin and myself that other people don't need access to, like our QuickBooks, like our bank accounts, like our credit card. But when it comes to like our affiliate links and being able for people to pull information on how many things we have sold through our affiliate links, like that's easily accessible by someone if we wanted Angela to pull a report each month of like, where's our revenue coming from? So being able to create a bank rather than, and I'm not recommending this, I'm going to put an asterisk next to this because I don't want us to be pointed to if there's ever a hack on the the ClickUp system. There are systems like LastPass. We have decided to utilize ClickUp for our purposes, for non-sensitive things. But obviously, if you want something that is like very password focused, like OnePass, I think it's called, like OnePassword or LastPass, those systems are, are obviously specifically created for passwords. But just so you're aware, we utilize ClickUp for almost every hub of information other than storage of documents. However, we do have like all of our storage of documents hyperlinked inside of ClickUp. So still like someone can always get to everything 
by accessing through ClickUp. I think my biggest thing when we were first like talking about expanding the team, like yeah, one or two seemed fine. But like now that we're at four external employees, like I don't like managing people. Like again, I say it all the time. I'm not necessarily the best at it. It's not where I shine the brightest. Like it's it's Jen's thing. It's not mine. But I never like the feeling of people being like reliant on me for information for whatever reason. Because then like if I go for a 2 p.m. workout because my brain is fried and like I just need to get away from my desk for a minute... I felt really guilty if like people were still messaging me looking for things. So this empowers the team to like get things on their own, which can free you up as a business owner. And I think that was huge for us. I like it to your point for logging our meetings. So if you are having a team meeting, we have a team meeting every Monday and we loom it. We upload the loom into our team meeting notes in our team meeting hub in ClickUp. And all of the notes and weekly updates for our team are held there. So there are some times where I'm like, I don't remember when we said this, but I need to find it. And I'll just go to the search string and be like, LastPass, you know, like we were talking about LastPass. Okay. Put it into the search string and I can see all of the instances, just like if you already search your computer, all the instances where that was mentioned. And if it'll actually show you the map, like the path to that actual task. So everything for the sake of conversation instead of a sticky or board is boils down to being a task. I can see the map and it'll say like, exec hub, team meeting, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, that's definitely the one because I can see the date. It'll like show you where it's mapped to. So you have some context. So you're not just clicking on everything like you do like in a Google Drive or something. You're just clicking on everything that has some kind of relevance to what you're looking for. So that's super helpful to me because we have two password managers. So if I go into the search string and I say password, it'll show up that the password for the team hub is in there. And then the password for the exec hub information is in there. And I'll click on the the correct one. So being able to use the search string for those context clues, but also being able to hold all of your meeting notes so that you have context of when certain things were discussed. If you're managing anyone, I just want to say you should be taking minutes. I strongly believe in having minutes for every meeting because there are so many times where you don't think you need information. You think it's just a conversation. Robin and I take minutes for every meeting that we ever have. Like we have an ad hoc meeting board and we have our weekly exec board. And so we have minutes for everything. We prepare by putting in information beforehand and we add notes and takeaways and to-do lists based off of what we discussed. And that way we can be like, no, we did discuss this on this day because we get so much information. And I don't mean we, me and Robin. I mean, like as a collective human race, we get so much information fed into our brains on a daily basis that it is literally impossible for us to remember everything that we talked about, discussed, whatever. We have so many other tasks that we're we're working on that we need that history to be able to rely back on. And we use the notes from our exec hub meetings probably more than I'd like to admit. (laughs) All the time, because you're right. There's too much information and like something that might seem small in the meeting turns out being really big because it turns out to be like, oh, great idea that we're going to actually pursue. And then all of a sudden it's like, what did we say? So yeah. Price did we say for that course? What upsells did we talk about? Like we are go, go, go. And so like those things... We're big picture people. So the granular stuff, like 
sometimes it just goes through your brain, you know, and you have to go back to it. And sometimes we're talking about multiple different options and we forget which one we landed on. And so we have to refer back to that. So highly recommend no matter what business you're running, definitely a minutes board. Even if it's a a round table with your ICs, always taking down that information. The last thing is being able to provide administrative support. And Robin just touched on this and how it allows her to step away and feel confident that the team can find the information. I will say that our whole philosophy is build the business in a way that allows you to step away from it. We don't wish for people to be fully reliant on us. And that's why our brand is not our names. Like we, we've always had that mentality is like build a business that we can, if something changes in life, if God forbid something tragic happens, like the business itself is not compromised. And so that's how we have to approach every day. So Robin, do you want to elaborate a little bit more on that topic that was just introduced, which is enabling administrative support? Yeah. And I think we've touched on a lot of this in like the collaboration piece and the workflow pieces and being able to like dissect a big task into like these small little tasks and assigning a person to each one. Like it's easier to delegate that way because normally so much falls on our plates as like the CEO or the founder of a business. And then you're weirdly in control. Like you're, (laughs) I'm a control freak. Like I will admit that 100% majority of CEOs will be controlling, especially of their business because they want it to run a specific way. But this allows you to delegate in a way that like you can control the process because you are collaborating and like clearly outlining what needs to be done and setting the KPIs and the deadlines. And like, yeah, like maybe this task can't be completed until the checklist is completely checked off. So you can't create an SOP inside of our SOP library until our SOP creating checklist or whatever is finalized. And that includes, you know, setting a, creating a video or a toggle and embedding that toggle in the task and then outlining the steps and naming it appropriately and all these little things that are little things until they're like not done properly. And then they're big things because all of a sudden everything's messy. I think it really, if you ever are expanding your team, and again, I don't think ClickUp's for everybody. If you're a one-man show or a one-woman show, Trello is great. Like Trello really did us wonders, especially even when we had one VA, like it was all we really needed in the beginning. But as the business scaled, as our team grew and like things just evolved, ClickUp became a need. I think that once you get to that, like two, three plus employee situation or contractors, like it's such an easy way to oversee the business and still have that control without being the micromanagey boss. Cause nobody likes the micromanagey boss who like won't release control of things to their employees or trust their employees to handle the tasks that they were hired, hired to handle. I think that's helped me a lot. We can also, again, like Jensen, you can pull like metrics and stuff. So we have like a little dashboard that is linked to our bank account that shows us how much money we've made for the month versus the year, where the majority of our money is coming from. So we like understand what's profitable in our business. Like all these things that were like, gosh, I wish there was a way to do it. There is a way inside of ClickUp. And it took, you know, bringing on a developer and somebody who's really experienced and expert in the system to do those things for us. But now that we have them, it just makes you feel better and gives you that bird's eye view of how everything's going and how it's operating. Definitely. Well, I hope that this was 
as straightforward as it felt to me. Uh, Robin and I, before we even started this episode, we were like, we don't want this to feel unmanageable or just like too grandiose for the the typical business model. As you guys know, I'm that systems is not always my jam, but I've settled into ClickUp. It, there is definitely a learning curve. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat that, but I think that's with any system. And you really do have to approach it when you are ready to wrap your mind around it. There's never going to be a good time to learn a new system. So let's just like say that, okay? There's never a great time to implement a new system because hopefully your business is thriving and that's what is driving the need for a better system. So instead of getting bottlenecked because you don't have the right systems in place, Embrace that there is a technology that will allow you to apply those automations, but just know, yes, there's probably going to be a little bit of a challenge in the beginning where you are having to unlearn how to do something and relearn how to do it in another way. But it's the long term is always going to be the best for your business. As a CEO who utilizes ClickUp to understand the overall health of our business, I can attest to the transformative power it holds. ClickUp provides a holistic view of the organization, allowing us to track progress, monitor key metrics, and ensure that every department is aligned towards our shared goals. We encourage you to explore ClickUp for your own organization and experience the benefits firsthand. To get a discount on your membership, head on over to the show notes and snag our affiliate code linked for you down there today. Thank you for joining another TikToks episode. If you are loving our content, we would love and appreciate your support and your feedback. Head on over to Apple Podcast, hit that subscribe button so you never miss when an episode drops each Tuesday. And while you're there, please, please, please leave us a rating and review. We live for those. We're sending you a long distance cheers because you just finished another episode of TikTok. If you loved what you heard, hit subscribe and head over to the show notes for any resources and a summary of this episode. In the meantime, if you want more access to us, we are personally inviting you to join our Niche by Teak community, where we host live events, answer your questions, share destination masterclasses, and give you a front row seat to all the resources that we launch throughout the year. Plus, what's better than being surrounded by like-minded advisors that are hyping you up to succeed each day? We think nothing. Head over to www.teakhq.com backslash niche to join the community today.